You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides, your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 49, recorded December 8th, 2019. Tonight's, this afternoon, this episode's topic is Luna's How and Not Forgotten Story. Tonight, I will be your host, Mrs. Hyven. I am Elemist. I'm Mrs. Hyven. And we have a special guest by special, I mean returning guest, uh, we got Sean Jones with us. Hello. Not the the air quote special that uh, Mrs. Hyven put up in the chat, but yeah. <clears throat> well, she sometimes she did specifically put special in quotes. So uh, I'm gonna count that as she meant returning guests, but I think she. I'm was gonna just count it as person. He's very special, and is just a guest. All the doctors. And most of the time, though. he's an uninvited guest. Oh, that's not <laughs> true. He was invited. I just forgot I invited him. Twice. <laughs> well, no. Yeah, so Sean asked about being on an episode, and I was like, sure. And then we tried to record at our normal time, and he was like, are you going to be ready? And I was like, for what? And then I realized what he was talking about. And then I had a crazy debacle with visitors coming from out of town at my house unexpected. But anyway, it's nice to be able to have this reschedule and for Sean Jones to still be able to join us. So we welcome you, Sean. And I'm at least happy to have you. Can't speak to like co-host over here, but she secretly likes having you as a guest. She just doesn't want to admit it. All right. So podcast news, of course, encourage feedback from everyone. Um, and you can leave us that feedback on Twitter at Guardians underscore lore. Through email, guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Review us on whatever platform you listen to the podcast, except for Spotify, because I know a lot of people have mentioned uh, that. Um, and you can also join the Discord, and we have a feedback channel there. Uh, you can also find all of our information on thelorenetwork.com, alongside many impressive lore content creators. Uh, I do believe that our show notes which are very basic and pretty much just the lore books, uh, might be showing up there uh, along with a link to our episodes. And we just talked about quite possibly maybe starting to uh, put some new content on there ourselves. So we're in communication with Blue, and we will uh, apprise everyone as any updates come out. But definitely happy to be working with the Lore Network and would love to play a bigger part there. Yep. Uh, and also, just want to announce that if you are listening to this at what's the what's the what's the proper time? If you are listening to this episode as they come out and you are up to date, then next week you can look forward to our 50th special episode. It is the 50th get to know your host. So we will have a wonderful guest host of and actually first time ever we will have a host. Of Orchid, first time I think Orchid yep. will be hosting this podcast, and she will be asking us normal every week hosts questions. I have thought you were about to say normal questions. Trust me, I put together these questions. They are not all normal. <laughs> so I tune in. Subheadings, and one of the subheadings are these questions are so weird. I don't even have a subheading for them. 
So de- wow. definitely tune in. That one's going to be fun. Uh, our yeah. goal is to have Orchid be the host for the episode, make her real uncomfortable, and have her ask some hilarious questions. And oh, I want to touch base with Elemist. Elemist and I discussed potentially streaming it. And as of today, have, yep, we officially we have a have. Twitch. We do. Yes, thank you, Elemis, for looking into that. I just kind of like threw it up into chat one day. I was like, what do you guys think about I doing this? this? So um, did, you set, did we set up a, uh, we have a Guardians of War Twitch? And Elemis, we, yeah, Elemis was like, I'm going to go Google how to do that and see if it's hard or not. I was like, if it is, like we can wait, you know. And uh, then I got the text from him today that we officially have a Twitch. And so we're really excited. Um, huge thank you to Elemis for doing all of the background work on that per huge. Uh, <laughs> do we, uh, are we, does, do the, I have used Twitch plenty of times, I have my own Twitch, but does it work through streaming through Skype, or do we need to use Discord, or what is the easiest option for that? I do not know yet. Right, um, we'll look into that. We'll have some of that this week. Yes. That's going to be what we yes. do this Tuesday. Um, but long and short, all of that to say, um, I'm pretty sure we're going to probably be doing that a live streaming. I believe for... Orchid schedule, it's typically best to do around 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern time. It'll probably be 9 o'clock Eastern time. We will um, put that up I on will Twitter. confirm with Orchid what her schedule looks like for Saturday to see, because she's, you know, three hours uh, behind us, so to see if five or six is better for her. And then I will make the official announcement on Twitter, so be looking out for that probably around the same time this episode drops, um, because... I have two days to figure that or no, a day. Ooh, we're recording late this week. Um, <laughs> I have a day to figure that out with her. So I will text Orchid and take care of that on my end and then post about it on Twitter. So look out for that announcement because, like I said, we will be live streaming it. And it will be our first ever live stream. And it's going to be complete and total CF because the questions are going to be crazy and we've never live streamed before. So it's going to be awesome. Gonna be super fun. Basically, what you guys gotta make sure I wear pants for that throughout the episode and extra bloopers and random things. We all have to be on our best behavior, okay? That's why we're not reading more cards for this one. (laughs) Yeah, are you kidding? Like, this is gonna be purely bloopers. Yeah, it's gonna be a complete and total mess. The questions are hysterical, some of them are funny, some of them are triggering, uh, for Elemis specifically <laughs> with Samathan. Everyone is invited. We just as a heads up, it probably will be tagged as um immature stream. Know that that is just for the occasional expletive that may or yeah. may not come out. Um but it is mostly because the, normally we bleep those out. I'm not sure I'm not okay. sure what the uh the um uh, questions are, but I do believe everything. Are all our questions family friendly? I mean, depends on how you feel about sexiest ankle and cutest big toe. All right, but anyway, just be mindful <laughs> if you are streaming. I mean, if you are tuning into the stream, just uh, prepare for that. But because it it is not Destiny themed, it is Guardians of Lore themed, which is crazy enough that you guys are actually interested, maybe, in listening right. to us talk about. The number one questions have been, how did Hyven and I meet, and how did Orchid and Elmas meet, and how did the three of us meet? I, you know what? And I have a question for really the boring. podcast that I want to, I want Orchid to ask. So if you could put that on the poll. Okay. Are you okay. telling me now, or? Well, I could tell you now, but it would ruin the question. Tell me to... Okay. Okay. We'll put. I'll it write it in chat for you real quick. Okay. Cool. Also, Sean um, has decided he is the sexiest angle, but you're not a part of this party. <laughs> it's between us three so there um now i'm just like 
vamping so I can get Hyven. Right? That is a very good <laughs> question, Hyven. Very good question. Um, but anyways, all of this to say, just let's put a bow on this. Tune in next week. We will be streaming it. Um, it will be posted as well as a normal podcast. The questions have been locked. Um, however, Orchid said if you've got one to tweet her directly. And if she finds it funny enough, she's going to sneak them in and give us a couple surprise questions. So I think Orchid's pretty excited about that. So guys, send her a couple questions. Um, and yeah, oh, we're yeah. really, really excited. We're really excited to have Orchid hosting. It feels like the perfect host. Uh, she just rounds out our merry little band. And um, I think that's everything for that. We could talk more about it, but we might as well not because we're going to do it next week anyways. Yeah. And we will be celebrating our 50th anniversary because the three of us are going to go do an escape room together. So we're going to be celebrating by ourselves as well Friday night. And we're very excited for that. I officially booked it, by the way, Elmas, and I sent you the link for the waiver you need to fill out. Okay. Yeah. Make sure to fill out that waiver because handcuffs are included. They are. Oh, <laughs> oh, anyway, I think now that is our cue to move on. I is. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Let's move on to stuff you may have missed in Destiny. Um, so this past week, Season of Undying is coming to a close, which means by the time you are listening to this, it is closed and the new season is arriving. So Season of Dawn starts in a couple of hours. Um, so as a reminder, you have seasonal quests, past progress, and all ranks are reset with the new season. Um, there also was a list of things that you will be not available, uh, like, you know, titles, uh, they mention Ariana's Val Catalyst. You can still work on, but the quest to unlock the Catalyst, you will lose. Uh, there's a couple of little things like that. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just... Who were you watching the other day, babe? You watched a pretty good comprehensive video on all of that the other day. On what portions? Talking about everything that's going to be not there for the next season. I'm not sure. I watched uh, probably Astrocross. I was watching some of the stuff from him. Probably. But I watched yeah. a couple of various people. Um, but so If you want more details on it and you don't want to read because you don't like reading like we don't, there are YouTube videos on it. <laughs> anyway, you at this point are probably playing Season of Dawn. So I'm jealous of and you in jealous. the future. <laughs> and um, I just, not in show notes, but I just want to say, oh my God, Sang 14! Go save I, the greatest titan of all. I don't think we see him for a week after, I believe, on the, uh, uh, the roadmap that Either they way. threw up. But... Oh my gosh, guys, I have never freaked out so much on a trailer. When this thing dropped, I knew that I was waiting for the stream, which was the next day, and I happened to just check, and I saw all this stuff, go watch this trailer. I started that trailer, and I was finishing up my day at work. second I started that trailer, I immediately stopped, went clocked out, and sat down and just rewatched it multiple times. And then after, I had to go calm myself down, because... I don't even care what the content is. Saint 14 is my favorite. And I am so excited for this. He's the greatest Titan of all. <clears throat> yeah, his words. But it's true. Um, I'm so, so excited for, hopefully, the fleshing out of another character. Um, I'm excited for Osiris to have another chance. Everyone's always wanted to know about Osiris. And the expansion that he showed up in wasn't the best, uh, but I am I am so excited for this on on a, on the lore standpoint, 
uh, more so than gameplay, but also in game. If I can stand next to Saint 14, I will be so happy. Oh, so absolutely. much so. My favorite yeah. with all of this yeah. was who's gonna break it to him that the speaker is gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it made me laugh so hard, <laughs> and I don't know why, because it's horrible. But uh, yeah. But yeah, guys, I'm so hyped. I haven't, you know, I've played. I've been on Hunter for the past two seasons or so, but I, I played Titan from. D1 beta through all of D1 strictly. I don't even play other classes. And all the way up through Forsaken on my Titan. So I was so excited that I was like, I'm going back to my Titan. I don't even care if I feel like my Hunter's easier for things. So much so that I full-on committed to Titan and I went straight into competitive to warm myself up. Let's just say <laughs> that uh, I keep trying to shade step. And there were some growing out. pains. Yeah, I, I, will, I will say... That while I was really excited about Hunters, like one-shot knife throw and all that fun... Pa- oh, yeah, that's another thing. Tune into the fresh patch notes and um, solar subclass revamps. Uh, but while I was excited to play Hunter, I just I was ready for Titan. Even though Hunter, I find, is easier in Crucible um, for me personally. I love the mobility. I'm really excited to feel, feel out my Titan a little bit more. So I've been prepping for it. I've been playing a lot. These past couple days, uh, like one match away from finally finishing and getting my Randys. That was the only thing I have left that I neglected this season. So yeah, and I'm excited about trying out the uh, new Titan Solar subclass. Those throwing hammers might have to replace my throwing knives, especially because they're getting a little bit of a damage bump and almost a double radius for pickup. I'm just gonna wear what Worm God's Caress and uh, no, not Worm God's. I don't know. There's arms that make them ridiculous. I can't think of... Worm guards are for the gr- grenade. Mm, no, I'm pretty sure you were right. I was right? Yeah, I think you're right. Pretty sure you yeah. were right. Either I way. Those are syntheseps. <clears throat> yeah, it's true. I wear syntheseps for all of year one and two of Destiny, I think. But anyway, if you couldn't tell, I'm very hyped for the new season. I can't wait to stand next to Saint-14. I will be wearing the helm with him um, because I love myself some Sentinel even though I am a firebreak titan at heart. I'm excited for it. Because, um, like, Saint-14 is the titan. Like, there's yeah. no better character to bring back. Yeah. I mean, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into it with some lore uh, when we see the new lore. But, you know, if you're, oh, not, yeah. fami- if you're not familiar with Saint-14, just real, real quick, just know we've had a lot of nice titans. You know, we got Saladin, we got Shax, we got Zavala. Just know that Saint-14 came first. He was the original vanguard. He was the one who was sent out to just do work by himself. I mean, they sent the man to go cl- to pick up Osiris when he was causing trouble. Like, Saint-14 is the man. So I'm excited okay. for that. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stop my ranting. Anyone <laughs> if, else have anything to say if, about the new season? <laughs> yeah, I've got two things. So if Bungie would have dropped the trailer at least a week earlier we could have made an episode on it on like prep so shame on you Bungie. uh <laughs> <laughs> second thing at least so they're they're revamping the solar subclasses at least they're not calling it solar week <laughs> yes that's true 
<sighs> that's everyone. It, it, it's, it happened, though. Everyone's talking about Solar Week coming back or coming. So it's we got what everyone wanted, at least. A revamp yeah. of the subclasses. Um, yeah, I would say it was a little... I heard some conversation about the uh, the actual stream. The actual stream was a little uh, lackluster, just because they didn't show much at all um, compared to some of their other streams, which is okay. And I think maybe that is... Maybe they knew that they weren't going to show like a lot of stuff right off the bat, so that is why they waited you know, for the trailer. That The trailer yeah. was really what the hype was supposed to be for. Um, but yeah, I, I really wish they had a, a dropped that or even if they had it dropped like a three-second se- little tease where it was like Osiris says something about an old friend and then they just showed him punching through that portal, like that would have yeah. been enough that I would have just been so hyped for like weeks straight and we would have had a speculation episode. I would have been playing Titan oh, yeah. for so much longer, preparing. Like I think that, that would have been really cool. But regardless, I'm excited for it. I'm right there with you. Yeah, me and Titan... <laughs> I mean, me and me and Titan, me and Elemist, my Titan brother, are uh, are ready for this. And you know what? There's too many hunters out there. It's time to bring my Titan back. Although I will say, I don't not endorse One-Eyed Mask. This has been really annoying, so I'm looking forward to that nerf. Anyway, let's move on to. I'm sure everyone's beaten that dead horse. Uh, should we move on to Mrs. Hyven's corner then? Mrs. Hyven. <clears throat> Flash listener Q and A doesn't have a corner this week i listened to some focus fire chat and i feel like i developed some questions and in fact Ivan and i actually had some good lore chats um on our way to florida at like four o'clock in the morning i was like trying to keep myself awake so i decided to go through like the whole timeline of um shin malfer and like how he became shin malfer and that's how i kept myself awake like at Four o'clock in the morning. And yeah, then I woke I up and up. she told me she had been going through this. <laughs> and I was like, I need to discuss she... a few points with you. And I was like, <laughs> I, I perked right up because I'd been driving for like six hours. So I took a little <laughs> nap, but I woke yeah. right up and I was like, let's talk about this. Next thing I know, I'm reading to her the book of uh, the unveiling book and discussing yeah. that. And like, it was great, we man. drivers and I read the rest of the unveiling book. That's I've never released. been more attracted to my, my wife, four <laughs> o'clock in the morning, driving a car. Yeah, about. so I those are actually my questions, and I kind of <laughs> already discussed them with Hyven to keep us awake on the way to Florida, so you know we didn't crash and burn and all that. Um, Which is good. Yeah, so I am actually I'm good, um, and I think so we fun. can move right into the topic. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I don't even. Yeah, Galaxy's Edge was amazing. So go there if you get to chance. We drank the blue milk, y'all. You gave, she, actually, had one, she had one shot of rum in that blue milk, and she was just running around the park like a fool. <laughs> she was dehydrated and hungry and tired. <laughs> gave was. her a little rum, and it was done. She literally then, walked through a crowd of people who were, like, surrounding Kylo Ren and this little kid. I walked like, right in front pool. of Kylo Ren. And she, tried, and she literally ran right past Kylo Ren, and the stormtroopers were like, excuse me, ma'am. And I was like, oh, God, we're, we're about to get I just, walked, I just walked right in front of him. I was like, F you. Nobody likes you, Kylo Ren. You killed Han Solo. Yeah, and she has some some hate towards Kylo, so like she was literally yelling at people about how horrible Kylo Ren was. And I was like, I oh, yeah, like my wife is like five. I was so mad, but um but yeah, no. It it turned bad real fast though. The alcohol went from happy me to grumpy me and like just a couple of hits with a stroller for my brother. <laughs> then it turned into a panic attack. And I was just like, I hate everybody, get me out of here. Wow. And then I went home and took a nap. And then we went back and I made a lightsaber. And that was awesome. 
And Kona's afraid of it. I swear to God, though, my husband said the most, like, first world problem sentence I've ever heard, though. He looked at Kona and was like, Kona, I can't take out my lightsaber. Do you know how annoying it is? Or he says, do you know how annoying it is that I can't take out my lightsaber because you're afraid of that? And I was like, okay, let's think about what Kona's you just said. scared to death of the lightsaber. Let's think about, like, <laughs> oh, my God, I can't take out my custom lightsaber because my purebred dog is too afraid of it. Like, All right, Elvis, what were you tra- Elvis has been trying to make a point now. <laughs> Uh, the Kylo Ren sucks. No, no, no. Congratulations to everybody who was selected by Issa Cole for the Termino project. Oh yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to call that out. Are we allowed to talk about this? I don't know. That's why I'm just saying congrats (laughs) to everybody. Okay. Yes, I'm not 100 percent sure. Yes, congratulations to all of the people. Yes, I am not personally 100 percent sure what exactly the project is that she is working on, but I know she does awesome stuff, and we have some friends who applied to help out with it, and um, so we're just excited as a group. And if you already know and what we're talking about, just congrats to everyone who applied, even people who yeah. didn't get positions. Like, just congrats on having the yeah. courage to get out there and apply and just, like, even try to make these things happen for you and try to make those connections. You know, I saw her post something on Twitter about, you know, if everything goes well with the first season, she's already got two more seasons planned and lined up. So new positions <clears throat> will be opening. So continue to try, continue to pursue all of your goals, big and small. Um, congratulations, like I said, to those who got positions. And just congratulations for those who even put themselves out there, whether they did or didn't. We are all very proud of yes. you. I do want to ask Elemist because Mrs. Hyven was not entirely sure and I was not either. I was playing you know exactly. and he was asking like a thousand questions and do I was like, I don't have time for this. Anyway, anyway, I would like to plug it. Elemist, do you know exactly what her Terminus project is? Uh, I think it's going to be a web series. I'm not 100% sure because things have been kind of aloof. Yeah. Okay, so she's working on and, a new... Uh... And my one source signed an NDA so I she cannot tell me she 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 can in tell me NDA, that this is serious <laughs> oh yeah no they're all like that yeah 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 it is she it is tell me that you know she signed the nda but she can't tell me what the nda is about um so so here is the official tweet that she just posted yesterday um just in general it says 61 people out of 300 plus applicants have been selected for termino this is my largest project to date and as people oh, have in the discord i'm tearing up from seeing all of the excitement. Um, She also says a full blog post will be released later to answer several questions that many people may have. Um, I'm trying to find something that's got like some more specific. I actually already have it. So if you go to Isakul's website, um, number one, she just does cool stuff in Destiny always. She's always been a really cool content creator. Um, Very fun. She does does bad Destiny jokes and uh, Shaq's motivation. I'm sure you're very familiar with those, but it's I saw I'm really excited to see her doing uh, more. So Termino is a new machinima project within the realm of Destiny, undertaking an ambitious story to bring all fans to f- fans around the world. A genre has not been set as to not hinder the creative process and possible pigeonhole into stagnation. And what is the premise? The main story of Tor- Termino has been roughly laid out with episodic scripts in the work. Just know that it will take a look at the mostly unexplored darker side of Destiny, with the lighthearted humor sprinkled in to break the tension. Clan drama has never looked so delicious. So, it is going to be a machinima project, which is so awesome, because That's I love I seeing that word. machinima in um, Destiny. Um, Red vs. Blue, Rooster Teeth, everyone is... I feel like anyone who knows gaming or 
if you listen to this podcast, I'm sure you know Rooster Chief. Rooster Teeth and like Red vs. Blue. Good old Machinima. There's not a there is some good some good people who do Machinima for D2. Uh, but I also enjoy always enjoy seeing more of that. So this looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um yeah. I know she was looking for character modelers, uh voice actors, just people helping in the background, production, all kinds of things. Um like I said, if you are interested in working with a great team and doing some artwork, uh, the positions are filled at this point. Um, but as it hopefully continues and grows, uh, be on the lookout. And heck, you might see some people from this podcast start applying. If it, uh, I'm not. Oh, yeah, I, I know. I'd definitely be interested in getting to more um, content creation other than just podcasting. So, um, I won't call that a rant. I will call that uh, Guardians of Lore corner. If yeah. Mrs. Hyven doesn't have a corner, we will fill it in with a new topic, and I think that one's a cool one to discuss. So, yeah. And I don't know if she listens to this, but Isakol, if you need anything, the Guardians of Lore are here to help. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, if anyone else, if sorry, if nobody has else has anything else to say, I suppose I'll move us into the topic. How do we feel about that? Sounds good to me. So now it is time to move into our topic. So brief introduction to the topic is the quest is obtained from Lord Shax. Uh, there are multiple steps to this quest if you've never done it. There really are. Uh, the weapon is a pinnacle weapon uh, that requires getting to Fabled in glory. Um, that one is referring to Luna's Howl. Uh, and the story is about a guardian named uh, Joseph recovering from loss. And the Not Forgotten weapon actually has the exact same lore tab. As Luna's Howl, I will say that the quest steps kind of give a little bit... There's quest steps after Luna's moving to uh, Not Forgotten that also uh, that are different. Uh, but for the most part, Not Forgotten and Luna's Howl all share the same uh, lore story. And we'll be covering it all. Yep. So, uh, I guess we should just get right into it, huh? Yeah. Sounds good. I'm going to be reading our first one, Remembrance, Quest, Shock, and Denial. Right. We've all lost something, but right or wrong, there's no changing the past. Here, the Crucible's a good place for getting out some aggression. Banshee 44 to Joseph. Task, complete 10 Crucible matches in the survival playlist. Are we sure that's Joseph? Could be Yosef. Uh, yeah, I'm not actually sure. Yosef I've heard it pronounced both ways. The way that the F is. <sighs> yeah, it's it's accurate because I like this quest or this particular step because it really starts you on the on the emotional journey that you're going to go through in this quest for the gun. <laughs> that, that denial and the shock, um, but also just in general losing someone or something does kind of give you that initial shock and that that didn't just happen. That did not just happen. No. Which also happens yeah. during the quest. And we're going to see through this, this first um, couple steps are kind of actually the uh, process of um, grieving. What is it? The five stages of grief? Oh, yeah. the, the entire thing is about him um, grieving. Yeah, and you can see comparisons to those stages of grief, you know, the uh, and one of the first ones right here, you know, is denial, denial of it happening, 
And as we go on, you'll see those. Um, and then, of course, eventually you will see exactly what is going on. But we are presenting this story in the order that we received it. Um, so the start is trying to get the weapon. And I do love, Sean, how Sean kind of mentioned uh, breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> These steps also kind of tie in to how frustrating it can be at times to go through. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a dual part to this whole quest. And there's a lot of motion in various ways to, to doing this quest, depending on how much trouble you had doing them. Joseph we're is gonna... grieving. We grieve as we go through the steps because... It's a grueling process. Yes. We'll try to focus mainly on the lore aspect of it, though, in this episode. <laughs> Just to clarify, you all three have it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I've I also got the bigger daddy of it. Well, that was weird. Nobody asked that question. You may not and I'm, I'm working on getting either. the bigger daddy. I don't like I've <laughs> thought about it many times, but I, I personally do not like Luna's How, um, so I have no real interest in not forgotten but that's just me as someone who does not like 180s but it's a popular gun guys uh, I it's a great story at some point because i feel like you would actually quite enjoy not forgotten mm, i don't know i'm an old school hand cannon kind of guy higher impact slow hit slow firing hard hitting kind of man never mind i'm gonna stop before some jokes are made <laughs> all right sean why don't you move us into our next not really full card jeez Pain and guilt. I used to see her watching your matches on Shax's feed. She'd bark every time you'd fire that thing. It was music to her ears. Amanda Holiday to Joseph. The task is to defeat 150 opponents with final blows from hand cannons during Crucible matches in the survival playlist. So we see here that we're actually talking about Joseph's dog. And I like it because, you know, Amanda's saying, I used to see her watching your matches on Shax's feed. So as Joseph was in the Crucible, Shax would watch the dog. (laughs) Or maybe the dog watched Shax. (laughs) At that point, I mean, which one is more responsible? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we see now we kind of start to get a little sense of what's going on. We've moved into pain and guilt. Um, but yeah, this is, these are just the little topics going into, the little aspects going into the topic. And for me, this to- this story has been, um, not only is it touching, uh, but it's also informational. We see that a, a guardian has a pet uh, and a companion. And, um, you know, we often talk about, uh, do... Can guardians have babies? Do, guard, does, do guardians have sex? All this kind of stuff, right? And we don't necessarily see a lot of uh, relationships with people, uh, but we see that they still do form connections. There's no difference uh, between a guardian and a normal person. You know, We talked about last week, Eris going through trauma. Well, right here, we see another guardian going through the trauma and the loss of a friend. Um, so just, just keep in mind that guardians are humans. Well, some of them. Um, or Exos or Awoken, uh, but they still have the same characteristics as everyone else. I think sometimes we lose that when we're just running around just casting supers all over the place. And jumping <laughs> off the tower. It's okay. Jumper was a guardian. <laughs> Built on the backs of Titans. They've already respawned. 
All right. All right. You ready to move into our next stage? And the next stage is anger and bargaining. Anger is not your enemy here. It is your partner. When the two of you work together, your foes will burn in glorious battle. Lord Shax to Joseph. The task is to defeat 200 opponents with solar final blows during Crucible matches in the survival playlist. So, yep. He's moved into anger, and Shax tells him to fuel his anger. Uh, use it in the Crucible. Um, which is good advice. The Crucible is kind of a uh, way to get out your frustration. So, um, yeah. I wouldn't want to be in the Crucible on a day when Yosef is killing 200 Guardians with solar final blows. Right? Like, that just seems like other people are going to have a bad time. Oh, yeah, I can imagine, man. All right, shall we move on? These are all pretty short. Kind of mm-hmm. finish them off yeah. before we get to the uh, the payoff. Uh, our next one is depression and loneliness. Sometimes Lewis takes off for days at a time. He needs his space. But I think he wants me to get used to him not being there. Even you guardians have to be okay with going on alone. Hawthorne to Joseph. Test. Complete three Crucible matches in the Rumble playlist. I'm assuming Lewis is her little hawk or whatever. Yeah. This is Hawthorne's hawk. Yeah, because she's like, yeah, like, no matter what, like, basically everything except for other guardians around us is eventually going to die. Yeah, that's why I said this one's almost, there's two, like, points to this. Not only do you have to go on without your pets because of their lifespan, but you know, she's pointing to guardians that you, of all people, have to be okay with going on alone. Because eventually, even with long lifespans, guardians don't die, as far as we know, or age to death, and everyone else is going to eventually. Yeah. And it's also fitting that this step is to complete Rumble playlists. And I don't think I ever quite put those two and two together until you're reading it right here. But uh, that that's pretty sad. You know, depression and loneliness, and we're told to get used to being alone. And then we're forced to play Rumble, which can be frustrating when you're doing this. But when you... It is a Rumble's a free-for-all. Free-for-all. Solo uh, six game people. mode where it's like six people. Everybody's against each other. Oh. That's, you got yeah, no friend sad. or companion in there, so um, that like is I said, sad. When you're when you're playing this, you're probably just frustrated and trying to get through all the steps. But take the time to read through and you get a different feeling when you're trying to envision this as like you going through it. Yeah, that is sad. Mm-hmm. All right, Mrs. Hyven, you ready yep. for the next one? I am indeed. Next one is the upward turn. Glad to see you back on your feet, Hunter. The Crucible isn't the same without you. And your hand cannon. Lord Shanks to Joseph. Tasked to defeat 100 opponents with precision final blows from hand cannons during Crucible matches and the survival playlist. Um, and so I like this because it's it's starting to be on the men. So it's you've hit rock bottom with the last one, which is depression and loneliness. You're starting to go back up. So that you're hitting that upward turn. Um, and so it's glad to see you back on your feet. Good to see you getting back into what you're doing. And I like that. It's more optimistic than the past card. I agree. And, and it's it's just like Sean said. He's starting to recover. 
you know, he's gone through all this, this, the processes of grief, and now he's starting to better himself. He's starting to feel better. Is he starting to cope? Yes. Because my thing, that's my own personal thing. I'm very particular about that word of recover because I don't think you ever fully recover from losing someone you love so much. But you just learn how to cope and live with it day in, day in, day in and day out. And I think for this guardian in particular, seeing him go back to the crucible, I think that's showing a really big step in his recovery. Um, Because we see earlier, it discusses, you know, when you were in the crucible, um, you know, his dog would sit at Lord Jack's feet. So clearly, like, his dog was a very big part of, like, him going into these crucible matches. His dog was even there for those things. Like, he was never really alone. So that showed him really like getting back into his normal routine and learning how to adjust even without his dog. So I think this is like a big step towards his recovery or not. Yeah. Sorry. And we just towards his coping. And what I also think, well, I think recovery is a portion of it. You know, nobody recovery says recovery says is like not always. Goal. No, because recovery is not a hundred percent. When you get sick, your knees you are start... not a hundred percent. Exactly. Re- recovery is not fixing it. You know, to 100%. It is, it's like you said, being on the mend. And I also think yeah, it's fitting. Yeah, like the damage remember, is still there, but eventually, like, you at least get to a point where it's usable. Yeah, again. because the goal is not to bandage yeah. it, but to have a sense of recovery to some degree. Um, yeah, and also, all these steps before this, he has been in the crucible, um, but he's been going downhill. And at the very, very end, he was playing Rumble. And then this next card, basically to the fact that he'd been gone for a while they missed his hand cannon so after that depression it seems that he kind of just isolated himself for a while and why he might not be fully recovering well he is on the up and up because he's coming back into crucible um something that helped him with something that he used to enjoy with his dog uh things that something that he used to help cope uh, but when he was at his lowest he wasn't even doing that so it's kind of nice to see an introduction him getting back into something that he used to love doing and it is a sense of recovery to a degree because we're seeing that he is recovering different traits of himself that he had lost and i think it's really perfect because the neck the tie into the next step uh, that's really what it is it's not always recovery but it's the next one yeah why don't we go ahead and read the next one regan's introduction such ferocity and channeled rage It's magnificent. Her light burning through you is nearly blinding. Lord Shacks to Joseph. So imagine that about a thousand times more more exuberant. The task is reach glory rank fabled. No, I want to hear your best Shacks. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Let's be honest. Yeah, come on, Sean. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's try this. Such ferocity and channeled rage. It's magnificent. A light is blinding through you. I know. I messed that up. <laughs> good. You had it, though. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So we see that Joseph is actually doing better. Um, and Shax is still helping to actually motivate him. You know, her light burning through you is nearly blinding. Anybody who's who's lost anybody that they cared about, you know... it you always get the sense that that person is still with you. And that's essentially what Shax is saying to Joseph. And I like how it's called reconstruction. Cause you know, people talk about picking up the pieces and that's kind of what it is. Um, and 
as we were just having that discussion on what recovery is, you know, sometimes reconstruction is building something back. It's not always the same as it was the first time. Um, sometimes you reconstruct things better. Um, sometimes you reconstruct it just differently. And I think that is probably the best word for it. Um, you know, you're working towards recovery, but sometimes it ends up being something different. And it almost seems like um, Joseph, Joseph uh, dealing with this has developed almost a, a, a new aspect of personality. Never the same, um, but almost brighter, at least in this aspect. Uh, you know, we all can use something that we hold dear to kind of motivate us. So that's kind of how I view view this this is what got this is this, you know he's reaching fabled he's going for going for a new level kind of kind of thing so it's nice yeah. to see some some recover some recovery some reconstruction some mending whatever we want to say we do see something positive going on i like I, the, I like that it's um it's almost like he's using her to like he's carrying her with him but not in a look what I've lost kind of way because it's uh, her light burning through you is nearly blinding. So it's, he's carrying the good memories with her or with him to make himself better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's beautiful when you think of it that way. I mean, it's, it's still lost, but he's looking to better himself despite the loss. I'm excited to move into the next one. If we're ready. And that'll be the final step for the Luna's Howl quest. Acceptance. We have all borne witness to your journey, Guardian. But I know you still have some things undone. Use this to finish what they started. Lord Shax to Joseph. Your task is real simple this time. Return to Lord Shax in the tower. And I don't want to comment too much on this because I want to get into the next one. It ties in great. Uh, but ex- just know acceptance is n- not just uh, rolling over and letting something happen. Um, but in this case, finishing what they started. Yep. Uh, does anyone have anything they want to say before we move into the, the lore tab itself on Luna's How? No. All right. So now we are going to read Luna's How. Elemist will be voicing Shax. I will be voicing Joseph. And Sean will be our narrator. Guardians never die, but we don't forget those who do. Lord Shax. Joseph opened the door. Shax filled the hallway beyond. You look like hell, said the crucible handler. Joseph scoffed. Get out of here. I have hive to hunt. No time for the crucible today. Hive, you lost her on the moon? Yosef said nothing. You want the only guardian to leave loved ones behind on that rock. Shax held out a long, lacquered box. The gunsmith asked me to deliver this personally. What's Banshee thinking? I can't afford this. I took care of it. Scavenged parts from my personal collection. Yosef considered it a moment. It's a good gun. She was a good dog. This isn't a replacement, but it will help you finish your business with the hive. Then I expect to see you back in the crucible. We could use the inspiration. 
so we see them getting the gun. And um, so does this mean we can assume the dog's name was Luna? Yes. That's that's what I assumed. It's mm-hmm. also the irony of, like, the moon being Luna. Yeah. So that's what I've got. That was a fun read. <laughs> um, we see a whole other side of Shax here. Like, he scavenged parts from his personal collection and commissioned Banshee to create a weapon for Joseph. That's why it's so unique in its perks. Look, some people bring a lasagna when someone dies. Some people bring a custom-made gun. Well, he specifically says, I don't have time for Crucible today. I have hive to hunt. You know, this is I why I said it tied like in. <laughs> this is why... <laughs> I mean, I want both. I want lasagna, too, though. <laughs> but this is why it tied into the last card. Shaq specifically tells him to finish what they started. And his response is, I have hive to hunt. So he's ready to go raise hell, and Shaq wants him to be prepared. Just saying, if you talk to Drifter, he probably has a recipe for making lasagna out of hive. That's a good point. <laughs> he could have both, maybe. Hive have a nice little crunch to him. Hive lasagna. I can just see this in Orchid's hot take. Like, hive lasagna. <laughs> Go talk to the Drifter for hive lasagna. <laughs> if you want it real good and spicy, you have to get an exploder thrall. That's how you get the kick. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Do you want hive lasagna and extra power behind your weapons? Go see Banshee. Transmit firing. <laughs> <laughs> also lets me know that in addition to uh, Shaq's stealing back the raised ladder from D1, still salty about that one, uh, he has a very large weapons collection for which to scavenge these parts from, which is kind of scary, and I want to see it. Yes, it would be very interesting to see that thing. One of those doors in the tower right. we can't unlock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The man's probably got a good hookup. He's got, like, what, six monitors behind him for watching the different games? Um, maybe is it three? Maybe I'm exaggerating. But either way, he watches all the Crucible matches at all times. He's got a lot of tech going on. So I think the man's got uh, a lot of valuables to make some nice weapons and things. Let's oh, yeah. not forget, the helmet always stays on, so we don't know where he's looking. <sighs> you can still see where his head... Well, you can't see his eyes, but you can follow <laughs> his head. You don't know. He could have turned the helmet a funky way. Mm-hmm. Just to fool you. <laughs> well, because, like, the majority of the time, he moves with his head. Yeah, come on, guys. Shax is a gesturer. You know, you think he's just calmly standing there talking? No, that man is getting into his uh, shout casting. So we're saying oh, yeah. Shax had an Italian mother? <laughs> Maybe. All the hand gestures? <laughs> Shax no. my mother. You joke, but I've been reading a lot of Instagram posts about it, and somebody was talking about, like, you know, everyone knows I'm Italian because I move my hands. And it made me start to think about my sister, who's half Italian. One time we had her sit on her hands to see if she could still talk. She could not talk while sitting with her, like, on her hands. Could not. Oh, yeah, completely. She needed her hands. Completely. And it's funny because, like, my sister doesn't shut up. So, like, you think I'm bad? My sister's bad because she's even louder and even more obnoxious. <laughs> I love her to pieces. But apparently the way to get her to shut up is to have her sit on her hands. I mean, my mother has full-on backhanded me because she was gesturing about something she was saying. <laughs> so, I, I feel it. <laughs> I'm a quarter Italian, and I, I completely feel it. Sean's, like, 
family ties to the old school mafia. Italian. We don't talk about that part of the family. Whatever. <laughs> it happened. We don't talk about them, though. It's like Fight Club. You don't talk about Fight Club. That's the type of the family I would definitely talk about, but... <laughs> For the record, Mrs. Ivan does not have the Italian side. Yeah, no, just my sister does. I can talk with my hands, with sitting on my hands. Sorry, that's not an easy way to shut me up. Yeah, nothing shuts her up, except for unconsciousness. She talks but actually a lot, lot more lately, though, so... Anyway. <laughs> Shall we move Mr. on? That's why Hyven has a frying pan nearby. Shut oh, up. God. That's an inside uh, plan joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right, so we can imagine what... Uh, Joseph did with Luminous Howe. He went and cleaned up what was started by others. And we also get a little bit of uh, information about how he lost Luna. Um, she didn't die of old age, unfortunately. Um, so there's definitely some vengeance going on there. Um, and should we move on as he progresses towards the Big Daddy? I don't like this name just stick. <laughs> anyway, keepsake quest. This is hope. May she always be by your side, Lord Shax to Joseph. Task, Master Luna's Howl by using it to defeat 300 opponents in the survival playlist. Um, I like this because it's, um, like Shax said in the last one, uh, how he describes it as, it's not a replacement, um, but it'll help him to finish his business with the hive. And then this is just called keepsake. So again, it's not anything super significant. If you have a keepsake, it's something you have, that means something to you, but it's not like it's something you keep safe. Probably didn't describe that the most amazing, but you never do, but it's okay. We still love you. Fair enough. Um, but, uh, then Jax is saying, may she always be by your side. And so he's keeping it with him in order to um, just like the task for the quest is to master it and to finish his business with the hive. It's, Look, it's important to hold on to something that, Remind you of your loved ones. You you need to learn how to cope and you need to learn how to continue to process your life without them because, I mean, let's be honest, nobody is like, when I die, I want your life to completely end and I want you to stop functioning altogether. Like, no, they want you to go on living a happy and healthy life. Like, that's... I, wait, when I die, I thought they were just going to bury you with me. Old school, like, Egyptian pharaoh kind of thing. I was about to say, you haven't read much about pharaohs, have you? We're not even you. got We're buried alive. You. No, when wow. I die, you have to be buried in my tomb with me, alive. That's what they used to do. Okay, well, I'm talking about, like, nowadays, normal yeah, people. Yeah, that's pretty horrible. Um, And also, Hyven, you're getting cremated. We've been through this. Yeah, we're going to get cremated together. Yeah, I was about to say, like, Hyven, you have enough money for a tomb? No. <laughs> You've already bought it. He has, I, I, well, he has I re- enough carpentry I, experience to make one. I request... <laughs> <laughs> I requested to just kind of throw my bodies in some ditch for easy removal, but I'm pretty sure that's illegal. So it's cremation. definitely illegal. So cremation is the way to go. <laughs> Anyways, um, sorry about that. Anywho, it's very a- important oh. to hold on to something like Sean said, like a keepsake. Something, you know, when you think of a keepsake, yeah, some people get like a family heirloom of this giant armoire that you put in your home or something like that. But when you really think of a keepsake, not like a family heirloom, but a keepsake, it's something small that you can hold on to that you can keep with you at all times. Alamus is showing his. Mine is um, on my keys. You can't read it. It's so old and so scratched up, but it's a little key tag on my keys. 
Um, it was the only Father's Day gift all of us kids ever gave my dad because it was the only Father's Day we were all alive for. Uh, Father's Day was about a week or so after I was born. So my mom had already prepped it and already bought it for him, knowing what my name was. And it was a little engraved key tag that on the front said, we love you, daddy. And on the back had all three of our names. And I got that when I got my father's truck. The truck, not a keepsake, not something I could keep forever. It eventually died on me because it's a big old hunk of junk that I did love. But even now when I don't have that truck, I still have that on my keys. And half the time I don't even think about it. When I see it and I look at it, it makes me happy and it reminds me of him and it gives me something to hold on to. And so I think of that similarly with this Luna's Howl. It gives him something to hold on to that he can take through his daily life um, and remind him of this, you know, very special partner in his life. And especially since at that point, the dog was the namesake for the gun. Yeah. And, And this quest step requires you to use Luna's Howl in competitive a lot. Um, so it's 300 final blows with that gun, not assists, nothing like that. Um, in competitive, you know, you're not always getting a ton of kills. So he was using this thing pretty much solely. This was his new weapon. Um, and you know, he, he had a bond with it in the same way he did with his dog. Obviously an item cannot replace, but Mrs. Ivan said it perfectly. This was the best keepsake for him, for him to remember. And that's exactly what we're going to see as we finish through this reading yeah before we move on almost tell us about your keepsake real quick uh if you want to (laughs) my grandma my grandma on my mother's side um lived with my parents and she was essentially a built-in babysitter um she was a big part of my life up until she passed away when i was in high school and essentially the necklace and the the peppercorn are the last thing that she had bought. Um, so my mother was like, she would have wanted you to have it. And I only take it off to clean it. <laughs> I love that. And I, I only asked because I, after speaking about my dad two weeks ago, I had at least one follower. I don't know if it you know, touched anybody else, but I know we had one follower who reached out to me and told me that this upcoming time of year with Christmas is a really hard time of year for them due to loss. And so as we discuss this topic in Destiny, I also want to think about like the real life implications that this has on all of us and all of our followers, especially with this time of year coming up. I know it makes people really think about their loss and, you know, the year they've gone by without this person. Um, So just as a reminder to everyone, you know, we all have these feelings and Please feel free to share with us what your keepsakes or your memories are to help keep that person alive. And just know if you're struggling with it, you know, we talked about these five stages of grief and we saw what Joseph went through and all of his struggles. But these are real life struggles that people have. So please come and talk to us about them if you need to. We are always here for you. And I just wanted to take a moment to say that as well, um, because this is such an appropriate story to um, just kind of add that out there. Absolutely. Well said. And now we can move on as he continues to get his big daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, always faithful. She would have wanted to see you standing at the top. Go make her proud. Lord Shacks to Yosef. Task, reach glory rank legend. Quite literally, this is 
so in order to get glory rink legend you have to get 5500 points and that is the max you can get truly on top so when Shaq says she would have wanted to see you standing at the top he literally means at the top i think it's funny i think about these things and i'm like what do my dogs want for me <laughs> you know i'm like i think my dog just want for me to drop a cracker like, my dogs don't have these kind of goals. <laughs> Luna sounds so much more, like, baller. <laughs> what do you mean? But well, these are the goals for uh, Joseph. Yeah, but, like, they're like, oh, you know, Luna about... wanted to see him succeed and all of these things. And I'm like, my dog just wanted well, me to drop food okay, and get my job. But his, his dog <laughs> used to like him watch, like to watch him play Crucible. So I'm sure she would have been really excited to see her owner running around just, like, you know, you know, we, it's like when you win and you get all excited and the dogs get all excited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't say I mean, we anthropomorphize our pets all the time. But I would say that I think my dog does, in fact, react to certain things um, and that they are intelligent enough to to notice when certain things are happening. Um, I very, very clearly see when um, Callie's reaction, her emotions are very tied to Mrs. Hyven. Oh, yeah, um, they are very very tied just because she was raised to be a uh, support dog and i can see her literally like get You're depression right. callie doesn't um, like it like, when i'm sad or in the closet like sitting yeah. there Callie has actually come and gotten me because i couldn't hear mrs hyven having a having a rough time in one of the other rooms and she needed help and callie literally came and got me and took me into the other room to help out so i mean oh, it's not as awesome but it's okay we still love Kona, Kona comes and stays with you now. She was not trained in the same way, yeah, but yeah. she still, um, you know, has that connection. So, I mean, me yeah, for yeah. one. I, they might not I have, want me to win in the Crucible, but they definitely don't want me laying in the closet either. Exactly. I have a, <laughs> I have a nice, I have a strong connection to my pets because I'm a, one of the individuals who doesn't, doesn't have as much uh, emotion sometimes towards uh, people, uh, but I do towards animals. So, uh, for me, this story is very touching because, uh, my uh, my dogs, are, dogs are, are my children. Yeah, um, not even, not even just basically. They are. We yeah. went and bought the matching sweaters yesterday. Yeah, so for <laughs> <laughs> not to us, to each other. But I have seen websites. But yeah, so you know, I, I think just it's important to say that you know everyone has different views. For me, I I feel that one. You know, it's nice to to think that you're you know it, it, regardless of what his dog actually felt. You can definitely see some benefit in Shaq's words. Shaq's oh, yeah. definitely commending him, encouraging him, um, being a positive force in a in a rough time, which is great well, because funny. we it's see like a different when, side of Shaq throughout this whole story. It's like it's funny when I don't feel well and I'm maybe not even necessarily with the dogs, and I tell Nick, "Dang it!" Ah! I'm just <laughs> Let me start that over. Uh, yeah, no, it's funny though, because like when I don't feel well and I I tell Hyven, you know, he'll he'll like remind me of something or tell me to go look at like a picture of the dogs or videos of the dogs, or if I'm out with them, he's like, hey, focus on them, you know, like that's what they're here for. So you know, it's true. Like for me, like people who know my dogs are my world. Like they know that that's what will like perk me up and make me happier. And like you can tell, like Shaq's knew that about Joseph here. Like that Luna is like what made him feel like the best version and like happiest version of himself yeah. and i love it i love when dogs are incorporated <clears throat> into any story it makes everything better mm-hmm. well almost want to take us home and i get the final entry for the keepsake quest not forgotten she used to glow with pride 
when you'd return from a match. Lord Shax to Joseph. Your task, again, it's simple. Return to Lord Shax in the tower. So, he finally receives the weapon not forgotten. And for anyone who didn't know, now you know what that name actually means. So it actually has some serious significance. Um, they're not just cool guns. They got a great story. And why not forgotten might not mean much to you. The man who originally wielded this weapon meant a lot to him. Um, yeah. And so even if I might not like the guns gameplay-wise, I love the story. I love the names. And sometimes I just want to get them just to have. I'm right there with you. I'm currently at 66% for the Luna's Howl kills in the uh, Hope part of the Keepsake quest. So, like, I'm just 100 or so away from actually getting to the point that I just need to hit Legend, and then I've got Not For God. Um, until, until I went through and um, read all of these, oh, my assumption with the Not Forgotten was that it was saying that because you have that weapon, to anyone you kill with it, you would not be forgotten by it. But it means so much more now that it's the whole story tied in. Yeah, see? That's why uh, lore is such a wonderful thing and why it's important in a game, because it, it gives you a completely different meaning. Um, and not that I won't want to say that people who play Crucible don't read lore, but, you know, uh, a lot of some people who play crucible and you know multiplayer kind of matchmaking kind of things are just in there for the competitive aspect um and so i think that there probably are a good chunk of people there's a lot of people who play pve who also don't uh, get a lot of the lore and story um yep. but there's not a lot of lore put into crucible matches as there is to playing a raid so i think it's really nice that they've made a couple and this is not the only one but have made crucible stories um, that you can really get some of those uh, PvP players in and really still get some of the lore tie-in. So I think it's a, it was a great thing to do. Um, I always love, because I personally love Crucible, when Bungie uh, ties just anything into making the Crucible a much more rewarding location, specifically with lore. I was about to say, technically speaking, I mean, you've got Last Word and the uh, and the Thorn that were in in Crucible for a while, and then you've mm -hmm. got Redricks and Randys. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Good stuff. And then, so that finishes the quest for um, Luna's Howl and Not Forgotten. And it, it finished the story at the time. Now, um, we received an extra little Easter egg um, in Shadowkeep. So we actually found Luna's grave. Uh, and this was introduced Hi, in Shadowkeep. I just saw the picture. Yeah. So, I just saw the ad. In-game, in Shadowkeep, um, you can find on the moon by the Vex Gate that leads into the Garden mm -hmm. of Salvation raid, um, it is a dog collar hung on a rock. Um, no. So if you're interested in seeing this, if you look up where it is, uh, go check it out. He, there's, there's actually a... Um, not, maybe it's not necessarily a grave, but it's at least a uh, momentum. Memorial. Yeah, a memorial um, to Luna. Uh, so. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. I can't. I can't. That's so sad. It is. Oh my gosh. I warned you. Oh my gosh. Mrs. Hyven didn't know that this was going to be a topic that she was interested in. She had never heard about it, and I was like, oh, you'll want to be here for this episode. It'll be near and dear to your heart. So. It is. It's very sad. 
Anyone else have anything else to add to it? I love that they put it in there. I love that they put it in there. I spent like half an hour with my my raid team just trying to find it that first time. And they were kind of annoyed. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> like, I'm like, completionist. I have to find this stuff. But, like, Here's I the had thing, to not, find it. It's not even, like, for completion's sake. It's just there to see. No, it's because Elemis needs to find everything. Everything. Mm, I don't think you're giving it enough credit for that. It's not a completionist thing. It's more of a the thought behind it. It's, it, it, it's I can it's an experience. It, yeah, it's an experience. Right. I don't think I could see it. I just like the fact that it's um, they like it wasn't even like said, go find the grave of Luna. No, it was just kind of someone found it and went, there's a dog collar on the moon. What's this? And then it kind of all. Like pieced yeah. Together. Yep. There's one thing this community is good good at. It is piecing together bits of lore and tying them into a cohesive story like the like they were meant to be and finding random things in game that too without that's any clues insane. whoever yeah. got to the top of fell winter peak it's insane <laughs> <laughs> all right well i don't have any further conversation um that's kind of our last point um does anyone else have anything else they want that was a, a lot of else does anyone have anything they would like to add <laughs> um I just want to point out that uh, my name is Bife has had put out a video about this and he likened it essentially to John Wick, a man going for revenge for the loss of his dog. I would, man. Mm -hmm. You kill my dog. I'm going to see you in every type of court I possibly can, like criminal, civil. I will bring charges. Hey, this I is will. this is destiny. You don't have to apply charges. You just have to apply force. Okay, but this is the thing. I can't go out and kill whoever kills me, dog. In, in destiny, you sure can. Here, wipe some hive. Okay, but I can't do that in real life. I'm saying in real life, like you best watch out. Yeah. Uh, you could totally. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that's done. <laughs> let's uh, right. not go into the attempted manslaughter portion of this podcast. Man. Right. If someone tries to harm my dog, I'm going to just warn you that all bets are off. That's, for me, the same as, like, trying to kill one of my uh, my family members. So, it's just me personally. But, yes. We won't. We do not endorse violence outside of the game in any way. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do love that this is a story. This is an outlet. You know, gaming is an outlet for people. Um, contrary to what some will say. You know, it doesn't turn us all into crazy, violent lunatics. Um, and you can have real stories. And like I, as I mentioned before, you know, when you think of PvP and Crucible, it's just shooting each other. That's what a lot of people think. You think it's just mindless. But I just love that, once again, Destiny proves and Bungie proves that you can have a great story in a game. Um, it can be emotional. It can speak to people. Um, and it, it's not all just about shooting people in the face. It's not all just horrible, mindless uh, wastes of time. Uh, but it's an investment uh, in the same way people have hobbies. Uh, we I'm just have you, another. I people, this great. is like book club. Yeah. yeah. I'm just reading a book and talking about it. Literally book club. I mean, I have two volumes here, and I'm waiting for volume three to figure finish up my colors. But you know, I mean, Grimoire anthology. It's it's pretty exciting. 
we are literally have book club. And heck, one day, maybe we'll do book club version of Guardians of Lore, where we'll just uh, read through the book and discuss it. Uh, that was our four or five part Books of Sorrow. Pretty much, yeah. That was really exciting. I really, really enjoyed having the book and reading through it. I'm looking forward to we do another topic in those books. Um, but the big thing for me about relating it back to the topic, um, like this wasn't a lore book. It wasn't. I mean, there was one. Yeah, lore this was tab. all in game. Yeah, there was literally one lore tab. But it was all told by a quest. Yeah, like if you paid attention enough in game, you could have gotten all of this without. Yeah, that's why I always like tell people outside lore. People just click stuff and accept the quest. Read them. There's stories. Hey, 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 that felt pointed. <laughs> well, if you felt it was if you felt it was pointed, then maybe you should read more. That's all I'm gonna say. It wasn't meant to be, but we've been over this. You read enough at work. I'm just gonna point and click at home. <laughs> I'm sure with your work you can speed read. No, she quite, she doesn't actually read anything. She hates reading, so it's hard. To get, I but I read things to her. I get her some audiobooks. But I get through it, guys. I get through it. All right. Well, are we are we done here? Maybe if you paid me to read. <laughs> I say we're about done. I think yes, Mrs. Hyman right. right. is literally trying out. not to discuss the topic. She is just. Completely off railing, derailing us. It's time for shout out. Let's move into shout out. Do it, Sean, Sean. You got anything? You're first. Um, just the shout out that Elvis. If you want to go into uh, into comp to get those last few uh, last few kills before the season resets, I'm here. Well, the kills don't reset. The kills don't reset. Just the um, right. Just the know, uh, uh, glory does. But if you want to get it right now, right well, meow. Do I look like a cat to you, sir? Am I drinking from a saucer? I don't know. Um, Are you a cat? You don't have a video. <laughs> we already went over this. I have nothing to do. Um, no, but he said he but wanted to. Are you to, drinking uh, it from a saucer? Ooh, that's true. <laughs> I don't have video. That's that's pretty you know, saucy. <laughs> Since Hyven is literally banging his head against his hand right now, I will just finished he wanted to get his randy's before the season reset uh i helped orchid get hers so i know Ivan, you said you were close to yours i don't know if you got it yet but i'll jump in well you can't because i'm on pc and you don't have pc but i'm only i'm a i'm 100 points from finishing up my glory so I, it was literally like i needed another match yesterday um, when my company showed up so maybe i'll try go back to xbox to do that but i just We'll anyway, what else you got, Sean? Well, that was it. Thank you guys right. for letting me come back. For yeah, sure. Absolutely. Glad to have you. It was, it was okay. All right. Just kidding. Just kidding. I like Elvis, Sean. You're next on the list for shoutouts. Sean, you always have a standing invitation with us. Um, Yay. Except for next week. Yeah. yeah you yeah. can't sit with us next week. <laughs> Yeah. And a special occasion. But for normal lore topics, you're welcome. Um, so yeah, shoutouts. Ishtar Collective. Orchid, as always. Um, I had another one and I can't think of it. Well, you maybe you'll remember if we keep going. Probably or we not. can sit here in silence until you remember it. Let's do that. You can just edit it out. Or once no, again. Let's sit here. no, no, no. We're going to sit here in silence. We're going to sit here in silence. 
No, I'm good. All right. Better come up with something. He's not going to (laughs) stop. All right. My shout outs are to Sean for being here. Eleanor and Mrs. Hyven for being here also, like always. Um, And helping the podcast at all points. Mrs. Hyven for getting us ready for the 50th episode. Uh, Elemist for all of his work he always does. And shout out to shout out to Orchid (laughs) for being gracious enough to host our 50th so that we can just be bystanders answering answering some hilarious questions. Guys, I'm not Uh, gonna lie, I really hope Orchid streams it too, so we can all watch her blush. Yeah, we're gonna try to get everyone on here for video and uh, stream that. Yeah. So you can see our reactions to things. Um, but yeah, otherwise, shout out to uh, the Lore Network. Um, hopefully, we will maybe start to uh, get some more content over there, some written content, which is new for us because we only but do not audio. Not for me, because if I write it, I've got to read it, and I don't read. I swear, guys. <laughs> she claims that like English was her favorite, like, um, like. Um, My class. English teacher gave me a huge no, no, appreciation no, for I am, literature. I am, no, I am pretty confident she is illiterate. <laughs> I'm just fumbling my way through this podcast. She just the the amount that she tries to dodge any type of like, and she claims that she sometimes she used to claim she loved to write too. I don't know what happened to her. <laughs> I started doing it way too much for a job that it wasn't a fun hobby anymore. I hate writing, but I love reading. But that's because I'm a bad writer and I have um, problems uh, expressing thoughts. You put way too much of a pause between that. You're like, and I have uh, problems. I do. Expressive thoughts. <laughs> I've been tested. <laughs> anyway, oh, Ms. Wow. Hyden, do you have any shout outs? My shout out is to Elemis for helping me pick my nail color. Um, for all of those wondering, because I know you've been on the edge of your seat this whole podcast. It is OPI's Infinite Shine Teal the cow come, Cows Come Home. So like, Till the cows. Oh, tumble, I love it. Teal the cows. I tumble, love it. Because it's a at least that one's color specific. Some of them, the names have nothing to do with the color. So that one's reasonable, I guess. Oh, I love the name. I'm not happy that your nails derailed our nice thoughts, but. I needed color. to shout out Elmas and let everybody know. Ivan, you no, mean not, you're nice? Not this one. I mean, in the middle thoughts. of like looking at the, <laughs> well, looking at the know. card, she was like. Which color? Which color? Because I can't get I can't get too emotionally invested in this podcast or I'll cry today because this one's so sad. That's okay. That's kind of the idea. Our goal is to make to people make cry, cry with the realism of our episodes and the Lord. I just like wasn't gonna be able to sit through the whole thing if I got I, I was in tears. And there is like... nothing wrong with sharing your emotions. All right, but sorry. What were the rest of your coming from me? Um, <laughs> Funny. And to the person who reached out to me, I'm here for you. You know that. Um, and to anybody else who's going through anything, I'm already crying like 80% of the time or on the verge of crying like 80% of the time. So, like, I'll cry with you guys. Just hit me up. It's cool. I'm already there. She won't oh. actually. She only cries herself she's pretty good at being there to support other people with their yeah, actually i do much better with other people than i do like with myself and helping that's kind of how it works nobody's good with their own problems that's why they're your problems yeah um but yeah so i just i don't ever want anybody to be sad alone because that's like the worst kind of sad 
Yes, yes, I do not. I know that I'm, I'm not, I always, like I always say, I might not always be there um, keeping up with all of the Discord. But if you message me personally and you just want to talk, I will definitely make time for that. And I think that's a standing invitation from all of us. Yep. Yep. I was about to, to echo that. If you feel anything at all and you need to, someone to reach out to, please reach out. Yeah. And... Whether it's us or somebody else or just like reach out to somebody. Yes. But as for us, you can find us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore, um, at the email guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. And individually, uh, Hyven does not check his Twitter super often. So the best place to find him would be on our Guardians of Lore Discord and directly messaging him. Um, you can find the link for that in our... Is that uh, pointed? Does that mean people have sent me things on Twitter? Because, oh, I have like 20 messages. But those could just be things I was mentioned in. Yeah, but I'm saying like, I just want people <laughs> to know. So that's not... If somebody's like, I really want to talk to Hyven. That guy sounds like he's going to get me. And then you I'm never respond. not a social respond. media guy, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but he is on Discord pretty regularly, so if you message him directly, um, and you can find our Discord uh, link through our Twitter. Um, it's pinned on my page. I'm sorry, it's pinned on our page and on Orchid's page. I should pin it on my page. Orchid's already doing better than me. Um, but it's you can also find... in the show description. Yes, but you can also, also find myself and Elemist on Twitter. I am at Mrs. Underscore Hyven. And Elemis is some weird version of the word Elemis with, I think, like a three or something. But it's he tweets me. regularly towards our <laughs> podcast, so it should be pretty easy to find him. I have a shout-out. Shout-out to Mrs. Hyven for that segue. She didn't even have to say the word segue to do that. She just, like, bam, <laughs> took us out. Yes. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so do all of those things. And last but not least, apparently, y'all, no one loves me because two weeks ago I said, if anybody's thinking through their day, how can I make Mrs. Hyven's day? Post a review. <laughs> Nobody posted a review. <laughs> I'm so hurt. Uh, no, we actually did have a couple of people like, how do I do that on Spotify? And we were like, I don't think that's a thing. So I'm assuming those people were in response to that. Which did make me feel kind of good. Um, but no, for real. If you guys enjoy this at all, please go, um, you know, follow us on Twitter, post a review, do all of those things. Um, just because all of that helps us uh, better the podcast for you and um, have more of an outreach to others and um, to just make more lore nerds like the rest of us, y'all. Yeah, if we I take over the world, Twitter. we won't be the weird ones. I just I learned something new from my wife by reading this Twitter. You don't tell me things. You just post them. Sorry. <laughs> what did I post? This post about Alan Jackson and your, your father. Oh, yeah. I did post that yesterday. You're right. I don't know. I was on a mini rant yesterday. I was feeling some type of way, and I felt like that needed to be said. Yeah. Anyway. But well, anyways, if you want to see what that was, go check out my Twitter. This has been a fabulous afternoon for us, evening, morning, or whatever for you, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Obviously, it's the morning because everyone downloads their episode when it drops at 10 listens ASAP. right away. Well, you know, they could be like not ARF and be in a different time zone. So it's that, like, that. I don't know, what is it, 4 p.m. for him? We do indeed have some international downloads. Uh, so it would really be cool. 3 I don't know. Anywho, yes, you're right. He is five. Um, that's not the most important thing here, but not well, our. He's not. Li- he's not literally five. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's a father, so I'd hope not. Wow. Um, <laughs> this has been a fun wow. uh, rabbit hole. I think it's time we all sign off. Not even sure if Sean's still here, 
because he doesn't have a video. Actually, yeah, Sean, if we're going to have a standing invitation, you're going to need to buy like some kind of $20 video camera. <laughs> well, I do believe he's doing this through an Xbox, so he doesn't quite even have a setup. What? I can run it through an Xbox, though. Yeah, I think you can put a webcap. Well, yeah, you definitely can because uh, yeah. it allows... That is uh, Connect and stuff, so. But yeah. All right, everybody, let's say goodbye. Sean, you're ready Bye. to go. Bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Bum, bum, bum. Goodbye. All right. Oh, I was about to say, I was about to start recording, and then you started the recording. <clears throat> all right. If we are all ready, I'm going to go ahead and get it rolling. Two. Is it is it rolling downhill? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Everything. With this quest, no, it's here. rolling uphill. Right. No, I'll wait for the podcast to talk about it. My my new and destiny oh my God, start it. yeah i know i was just gonna start talking <laughs> randomly why are you so grumpy all the time God. because i need to do intro so i can eat this cracker <laughs> oh, oh okay sorry you just had to say then she's yeah. been salivating over that cracker <laughs> all right here we go what happened you gave me a face Does it bark. Bark? all right you want to just mute yourself for a second Okay, here we go. One more time. You're eating that cracker, aren't you? <laughs> no, she's licking it in anticipation. Oh, yeah, you lick that cracker. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get going so you can finally enjoy that cracker. She is crazy right now. That's making me laugh. Sorry, Callie just ate my cracker. Um. <laughs> You've been waiting for that cracker. Oh, my gosh. Well, I have I have multiple. It's a pack of crackers. It's okay. Anyway, sorry. Distraction. Um. Okay. Yeah. I'm just listening to the sound of your crackers or something going on. Or nail stuff. Got to do your nails on the episode. It's not an episode if Mrs. Hyven is not falling asleep or doing her nails. One or the other. Basically, for all of you wondering, I have not used. For all of you wondering, I have not chosen my color. Partway through this podcast, I will let you know, though. But I do want to, I just want to say, you need a corner soon. Because apparently, it's a very popular segment. Well, I also know that some of our listeners appreciate my OPI colors, so... They do indeed. I can say that I'm currently taking off Edinburgh and Taddy's from the OPI Scotland collection. Because this is especially important to, like, not arf and co <laughs> Yeah. I know that this is really why they tune in. You know what, guys? I'm sorry. I, I'm so hot in here right now. Give me a second. Are you getting oh, shirtless? Oh, I'd say you are. <laughs> are Dude, we actually, wearing shirtless? Oh, you're here? wearing fleece pants right now? Yeah, I know. I'm going to change those. And honestly, I'm about to order a fan slash heater from Amazon for that room because it never fluctuates properly. You should. Wait, so, you should also wait, so order some shirtless? Suit. Okay. <laughs> you're not already shirtless? Pantsless mm. now. <laughs> I'm normally pantsless, but I am wearing pants right now. You'll never know huh? with me. You guys want to see our loafa? A loafa? A loafa. I'm curious. That's what his mom called it. She meant loofa, but loafa was a pretty, pretty accurate term. So apparently, that like weird all natural loofa that you see at the bougie stores is a plant mm-hmm. that you can grow. 
Interesting. I did um, not know that was a plant. Yeah. So my friend who lives in North Carolina grew this as a plant. And that is why I feel like loafa is an appropriate term because it does look like a loaf. It but does. Loofa. Loofa what? It's a loafa. And I won't tell you what and his buddy is for pretending it was yesterday. Uh, I, I I know uh both of the both oh, of I the Oh, I did say his name, Elvis. You gotta bleep that. Yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna lie. I said it earlier. You said, said his name earlier? And no one noticed, so Elvis oh, will noticed. find it. No, you didn't. Don't lie to me. You're not as oh, cool as you think you are, Sean. I noticed. Jones. I just didn't make a fuss. <laughs> but you are vigorously tall. Anyway, I'm tired of having to turn on AC when it's 30 degrees outside. Anyway, all right. Okay, give me one Freaking second. Freaking weirdo. <laughs> it's because our neighbors turn their heat up to like 80 or something all the time. Oh, jeez. So, and we're on the top floor, so... It'll be 30 degrees outside, and it'll be like 76, 78 degrees in our house. And I try not to open windows during recording, but I had to open it just a little bit. So if you hear too loud of noise, just let me know. Uh, it's order. it's not it's not that they turned up the heat. They have to keep a constant temperature for those god plants. Oh, yeah, you're probably right, actually. All those heat lights. So accurate. All right. We're going to cue us back in. Are you, though? Oh, I'm recording this.